my new intro music. Um, I'll explain that in a minute. But here it is about 10 o'clock, or 10 o'clock, about 10 minutes after 2, Saturday morning. Uh, it's the, uh, what, 16th of January. And I'm sitting up here just kind of ticked off right now and can't sleep or anything. So I thought, you know what? Let's do a podcast, see what happens here. I normally do these on Mondays around 7 o'clock live. And, um, but uh, lately, I just get inspired at different times <laughs> instead of, you know, instead of Monday nights there at 7 o'clock, you know, kind of keeping it rigid, you know, where I've got to do it. So, I don't know. I just come up with all these random little notes and stuff, things that I like, uh, that I've been checking out, and uh, I just throw them out there, just kind of willy-nilly. I go from one one end of the spectrum to the other. So, I kind of gave up on any kind of a real theme. So, just whatever's on my mind here. Normally, I have Pudge with me, but... Uh, You can just barely hear her. She's downstairs right now on the couch uh, snoring. (laughs) She'd probably kill kill me if she heard me say that. But anyway, I'm going to let her sleep. I'm just going to sit up here and uh, ramble on. Um, Yeah, uh, a little earlier, I don't know, probably about three or four hours ago there, I was messing around on my computer and I was going to get some notes around and, you know, to get this podcast up and running, but. I kept clicking on my shortcut of my uh, of a page I use to type out, you know, all the information I want for what I want to talk about. And I kept clicking and clicking and nothing was going on. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? And then the computer started acting a little goofy and I thought, oh, great. So I got some kind of virus or something's happening weird. So I shut the computer off and went to turn it back on and the external hard drive that I use. It's a five terabyte Western Digital. It's a little portable unit. Uh, it doesn't require any external power except for the USB where you plug it into the computer. So you can take it anywhere you want, but I just leave it sitting on top of my computer as a a spare external hard drive. So anything I'm doing on the computer, I'll save it right to that. And I don't think nothing else about it. I should, you know, I should get a cloud service. Well, I did get a cloud service. Let's put it that way. And so I can save everything on on it. It's uh, it's called iDrive. It's like 10 bucks a month. But they got a sale going on right now where it's, it's free right now for a year. And you get uh, 5,000 gigabytes right now, which... Right now I'm I'm saving another hard drive, external hard drive, and I'm like panicking because that thing's pretty old. And it's got 827 gigs of stuff from way back when. And I really hate to give it up. Right now it's telling me it's going to be another 23 hours before it gets done uploading to the cloud service. But anyway, my other one, yeah, took a crap on me. I went to click on it and it doesn't even show up on the computer. So I've lost pictures, uh, my barefoot blind, everything to do with the band, everything to do with this podcast, all my logos and notes and intros and outros, 
So I've been scrambling around trying to build that back up. So, yeah, that's it for that. Ugh, this is the second time that's happened. First one was quite a few years ago. I had a bunch of stuff built up on it. It was an internal hard drive right in the computer. It lasted a good long time, but uh, one day, you know, you go to, you know, you turn the computer off, and then you go to turn it back on, and nothing. So, and I had a lot of stuff on that one. I tried to fix that one myself. Sometimes you can pull them apart. There's a little arm in there that goes back and forth on a platter. And that's how it collects its information. And sometimes that arm gets stuck in the uh, park position. And you can kind of tack it, tap it a little bit there and bam, break it loose. But that wasn't the case. And then on this right here... It's such a portable little unit that um, I'm not even going to fool with it. I don't know, maybe I'll smack it around or something. Maybe break something loose. I can hear a fan running in it. But, um, yeah, solid state. That's the way to go. And uh, fortunately, I bought uh, a bunch of uh, 32 gig uh, thumb drives for miscellaneous things so i just put that in my computer and now i'm starting all over saving everything you know all my passwords everything was on that so yeah solid state that's the way to go <laughs> you know no moving parts but anyway so so much for that it's a little pissed off still for that one can't believe i let that happen anyway that yeah, i said that's it i'm going to that cloud service and uh, I was with Dropbox for a while, and I don't care for that um, place. So I just let them go, I don't know, probably a year ago. Just got tired of messing with them. So anyway, so anyway, I got this new one here, and uh, it's easy to use. And, and you just click and go, and you don't have to worry about nothing getting lost anymore. But, ugh got pictures and everything on there so anyway boohoo enough of that but uh yeah so going over my little list i made up here um like i said there's really no rhyme or reason for what i got going i will say first thing i was on uh um my my phone nosing around looking at different uh stuff to check out and come across amazon's got a, a new van electric van it's called a rivian delivery van and actually if you go down to indiana right there on the line there they've got a big parking area and there are like a bazillion of them sitting down there just waiting to be cut loose um and i guess this one here uh, was spotted in Los Angeles, and being an electric item like that, they're super quiet, and you can't hear them coming. So, for safety reasons, they have to make make them where they make some kind of a noise, you know, for like blind people or people with hard of hearing, or you know, just can't see or whatever. And uh, this will give them a heads up. But this has got to be the most annoying sound. Let's see if I can bring this up here. It's on my phone. Take a sec here for it to build up. Check this out. There it is. <laughs> Sounds like something out of Star Trek. <laughs> 
Now he's taking off. Right there. Now he's taking off coming towards the camera. Yep, there you go. How'd you like to listen to that all day long as a delivery person? Holy cow. They couldn't make it any more annoying than that. But we'll see how that goes. Just listening for something like that. As you're sitting outside or something, you hear these weird noises going out and about. So, I don't know. We'll see how that goes. But I just thought that was kind of crazy. Amazon. So, there's that. And that's a goofy looking van. Looks like a clown van. A bunch of clowns could come dropping out of it. <laughs> From a circus or something. I don't know. They, they purchased like 100,000 of these things. And, uh, yeah, the uh, prototype of the van was uh, unveiled in October. Um, so they said uh, hitting the road in 2021, which is now. And that's all in Los Angeles right now. So be on the lookout. Can't miss it. Got a nasty gray color. Dark gray. It says Prime on the side of it with that big arrow logo. So, yeah, that's that. And, uh, so, yippee-yay-yay. And, uh, I, you know, another cool thing is here, is I'm into, uh, flight simming heavy, big time. I've been in this for, gee whiz, since the early 90s. And, uh, uh, Microsoft, about five months ago, come out with a brand new version of Flight Simulator where they use bing maps so it looks like when you're flying along you're you're flying over actual satellite images and it looks really cool and i was just reading up on here and it said uh there's uh some some wild stats these there's some wild stats about the microsoft flight simulator and sim and he said it says all 117 million lakes in the world are rendered in their appropriate places each plane has more than a thousand points that respond to a variety of conditions at any given time, including wind, atmosphere, and player input. Developers push 2.5 petabytes. I'm not even going to describe how big that is. That's just absolutely ginormous of uh, storage. Uh, so, of uh, Bing Maps satellite photo data through Azure's machine. Uh, learning systems to, to construct the uh, Sims world. So what it is is uh, Azure company AI. They're the ones that uh, take a flat map like you'd see in Google Maps on your phone, and it makes everything 3D. It brings the buildings up like they're supposed to be, and mountains and all that. So you get the 3D effect. It's pretty darn cool how they do that. Um, says here, uh, one of the developers said, uh, basically they built the planet every 72 hours and, uh, procedurally planting somewhere in the realm of two trillion trees and creating two billion buildings in that time frame alone. Uh, they also bring in real weather, real time weather and actual flight paths, which means, uh, it dials into actual airline flights so you can be flying in this simulator and you'll see a jet 
flying way up there or coming in for a landing and it's in real time with uh, what's going on which is pretty cool and um so you you know you're not alone up in the skies anymore you know with the the old uh, artificial intelligence stuff that was just random but this stuff here that it actually works on an actual timetable which is pretty cool i mean you get a lot on this flight so for uh hey for 70 bucks what the heck but uh yeah so that's i thought that was pretty cool um love me some flight simulator i got all the you know the control yoke and the pedals and all that good stuff so and the 34 inch curved screen monitor up here which man once you go to a, a curved screen wide angle like this you never go back to a little flat 27 inch screen there has no way i could put up with that you actually got to sit back quite a bit so you're not right your face isn't right up in the screen it's kind of like going to a, a movie theater and sitting right in the front row it's kind of the initial feeling <laughs> you would get <laughs> just look up and you know you're like dang so that's pretty pretty badass if i should say so myself but uh yeah i thought that's pretty cool um looks like uh i was checking this uh this out uh, motley crew man it's hard to believe they're coming up on their 40th anniversary and unfortunately with all this covid crap going on everybody's come to a grinding halt as far as uh getting out there and playing live all over the place kind of put a damper on everything but uh it says here and i'm reading off a of blabbermouth says uh they're kicking off a year-long 40th anniversary celebration this weekend now it says here uh, it was january 17th 1981 when nikki six first jammed with tommy lee and vocalist guitarist greg leon leon left and then mick myers and vince neal were uh, recruited the rest of they say is history you got to check out the movie of these guys called The Dirt that come out, uh, was it uh, last year? I think it was. And uh, pretty pretty cool movie. It's, uh, I don't know, <laughs> bits and pieces of, I think, what really went on with these guys. But uh, it's, it's, it's kind of cute, I guess, if that's the word you want to use for it. But uh, it says here, Sunday, January 17th, uh, 2021, will mark the 40th anniversary of this monumental occasion and the history of rock and roll and marked the beginning of a year of celebration of the world's most notorious rock band and uh, it says here fans are invited to sign Motley Crue's birthday card before Sunday on Facebook and return to the site on Sunday January 17th 2021 for more announcements Sunday would also be the perfect time for music and movie fans alike to watch the band you know like I said the band's hit movie The Dirt on Netflix, so it's free on Netflix, and uh, they also have a soundtrack there. But uh, ah, too fast for love. Yeah, their debut album. I remember getting that back in the day. Whew, blew out quite a few speakers in my car from that thing. <laughs> yeah, forty years. Good heavens. But um, what else? Um. Yeah, let's see here. Yeah. Wow, the band's had uh, 
billion streams across digital providers and has over 8 million social media followers. 8 million followers? Dang. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, in 2006, the band was inducted into the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Um, let's see. Wow, they've sold over 100 million tickets globally. What was it, 2015, I think, is when they uh, played their last concert. Said they were giving it up. No more. They were done. We're not playing anymore. We're done with this. And they held pretty tight there for a while. But, uh, hey, when you got a 40th anniversary, you're going to you gotta do something, right? So, yeah, be pretty cool to keep up with. And, uh... Another cool thing, as long as we're talking rock and roll, uh, looks like Eddie Van Halen uh, tribute concert will definitely happen, says uh, Sammy Hagar and Michael Anthony. Uh, it's a cool little story in um, Guitar World. Said, uh, yeah, it says uh, AVH's bandmates confirmed the participation and uh, send off of for late guitar hero Eddie Van Halen. Still hard to believe that dude died in October. Said in November, Wolfgang <coughs> Van Halen confirmed a kitchen sink reunion tour with Sammy Hagar, Michael Anthony, and David Lee Roth was uh, in the works for Van Halen, but was uh, ultimately nixed by Eddie Van Halen's cancer diagnosis, and he went down fast. I was uh, reading up on that. It, it really caught up with him. He thought he beat it there back in the early 2000s, but it uh, come back and uh, got him good. Uh, you know, he just went down real fast. Uh, I said, uh, following Eddie Van Halen's death in October of 2020, talk has turned to a tribute concert for the guitar great and Hagar and Anthony. Anthony are uh, determined to make it happen. When asked about uh, the tribute show in a new interview with New York's uh, uh, Q1043 radio station, Hagar said, it's got to happen. Of course, it's going to happen. Uh, it says here, no one's really connecting or connected all the dots with everyone involved, but I have been told and I have read interviews with various people involved with uh, Wolfie and Valerie, Eddie's ex-wife and uh, Eddie's wife, Janie, that he was married to at the time. Uh, they all said, as soon as this is over, we're going to get everybody together and do a tribute or whatever. Just a thank you, a goodbye, and send off. So, yeah, get ready for that. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think Wolfgang, Eddie's kid there, he uh, was... Uh, you know, still a little bit touchy about that, but uh, then he swore up and down he wasn't going to do any kind of a cheesy, you know, Eddie Van Halen tribute type band. But I would think in this situation, um, well, you know, seeing how the old man was uh, really looking forward to the kitchen sink tour, he, uh, just, of course, never had a chance. So there you go. Keep, uh, Keep checking around for that. I don't know exactly where you go to. to, And I'm sure it's going to take a while <clears throat> for them to pull that all together. Contracts and places to play and who's going to do what. Ugh, I bet the logistics are going to be kind of crazy for that one. And, uh, yeah. 
So, that's that. Let's see here. I got some other stuff here. Well, for you folks who uh, got the New Year's resolutions going, I was uh, checking out uh, a site called Eat This, Not That, and it had uh, something that kind of caught my eye. It's called Side Effects of Giving Up Alcohol, According to Science. And um says here, um, your body is going to love giving up alcohol. Sure, drinking a glass of wine with your friends, even if you're over a, even if it's over a video call, it's always fun time, you know, but drinking on a regular basis can take a toll on your body. Me being a weekend alcoholic, I don't know how I fit in with that. Really, the only time I drink is if I'm playing music. Um, you know, just kind of gets my uh, enthusiasm up when I do. I guess. I don't know. But uh, this is uh, probably no news to you. There are numerous ugly side effects of drinking alcohol regularly. And it's common knowledge that drinking nuts can uh, do your body and your brain some good. But uh, what exactly are the side effects of giving up alcohol? And uh says here you'll sleep better. I don't know about that. Says with a glass of wine or two seems like the right way to relax and get good sleep. In reality, alcohol can actually disrupt your sleep uh, after you uh, drink it. According to the Sleep Foundation, because of the way the alcohol metabolizes in your uh, the digestion, it can actually disrupt your sleep, and that's because digesting the alcohol can dis- disrupt your REM cycle, your rapid eye movement cycle causing your deep sleep cycles to only last 40 minutes long instead of 90 to 120 minutes long during a normal evening. This is why you likely feel groggy and tired when getting up in the morning after a few drinks. I thought that was just from the hangover. Pedialyte, that's the trick right there. As a side note, if you drink that stuff there, man, it really rehydrates you. It's got some little ingredients in there that uh, you lose when you do the drinking and if you load up on that the next day, you come up out of that dive a whole lot faster than normal. Usually, when I drink, like say on a Friday or a Saturday night, if I'm playing or something, it takes right till about Wednesday to get back up to speed again so that I'm uh, all psyched up for the following weekend. <laughs> so, I don't know. I hate it. I mean, it feels great when you're drinking, but... Man, yeah, you get a little too crazy. That next day gets to be a little rough, especially when you're trying to figure out exactly what you did the night before. And, uh, of course, my girlfriend always reminds me exactly what I did, which was get stupid, especially when we go through a drive through or something at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. I get a little belligerent with the people in the window, especially like at Taco Bell or something, because I'm always screaming, more of the hot sauce, I need hot sauce. So she gets ticked off at me for uh, getting antsy like that. But uh, that's a whole different story right there. But uh, let's see here. There's uh, you'll Here's another. Uh, number two is you'll feel less moody. It's that a good mood can be closely tied to a good night's sleep, according to Harvard Health. But it... Uh, but it, uh, it, it giving up alcohol can also be a leading cause to a better mood throughout the day. Although some people drink alcohol in order to relax and feel better at the moment, as time ticks on, alcohol can actually worsen mental health issues people face, including depression and anxiety. 
which yeah yeah it leaves you it does leave you in an odd mood i know that now alcohol is a depressant anyway and uh so it kind of calms you down but some people can handle it better than others i don't know i used to drink jack daniels a lot and just like anybody else pretty much you get a little feisty so that's why i jumped over to captain morgan a lot smoother i don't know i can control that better i guess i don't know you know alcohol's alcohol but uh yeah then uh number three here you lose some weight which i believe because i used to drink beer a lot then i got tired of that because i was always like feeling full you're always going to the bathroom yeah, and then you got all these bottles laying around. But uh, uh, along with being a depressant, alcohol is an inflammatory substance, which means your body will experience swelling after you consume it. Having a beer belly is commonly thrown around as a joke, but there's actually a lot of scientific truth behind it, according to Healthline. Drinking regularly, especially wine coolers or cocktails that are loaded with added sugars, can cause uncomfortable uh, belly bloat. Beer belly. Right. So, I don't know. You know, typical. If you quit drinking or whatever, of course, that stuff's going to kind of disappear. But, uh, <laughs> number four, you'll be able to focus better <laughs> by not consuming a regular depressant uh, that can slow down your cognitive, cognitive behavior. Behavior. You're giving your body and brain a chance to focus better on the tasks you need to get done. True. Which makes you wonder there, you get all buzzed up, how you can play guitar and sing and remember all that stuff. I don't know. It's beyond me. But, um, yeah, it, you know, that's just some little thoughts right there. Typical stuff. I mean, it's common sense that it, uh, it's going to mess with you. And uh, it's great while the party's on, but yeah, eventually you're going to have to come down and um, Pedialyte. Once again, drink that stuff. I drink it like crazy, but you got to drink it when it's really cold. Otherwise, it's really nasty. And get the grape or the orange flavor. Don't get that clear stuff. That stuff's horrible, even cold. But I guarantee you, you drink a couple of bottles of that throughout the day, it'll help you straighten right up. So, uh, here's another thing here, and, uh, I hate this subject, but it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, in everybody's world right now, this stupid COVID thing. I got it back in October. Um, I was doing all the safety things, wearing the mask, staying away from everybody and minding my own business, and somehow I still caught that stuff. Um, I know I've told this before, but uh, it was uh, probably a good eight days of pure hell. Some people, you know, it says, you know, some people don't get the symptoms, but they get tested positive for it. And so they don't even know they've had it. Or you get really mild symptoms, you know, like a typical cold or whatever. But uh, it says here uh, nearly 400,000 Americans gone from uh, are gone from coronavirus <laughs> ah, the pandemic has never been more deadly um which is true some people are if you got underlying problems and you get that 
It's hit and miss. I got real lucky. I was able to fight it off, and uh, I got lucky. But, uh, yeah, it says here you might have muscle aches, which uh, I had for a little bit. It says, um, now these they have what they call a new term called long haulers. These are people who have caught COVID or, or who didn't know it. They didn't have symptoms, or if they did have symptoms, some people, that stuff lingers in them, and they call them long haulers. And, uh, yeah, you get, uh, you know, pain, uh, your muscle pains, what have you. Uh, yeah, you can get them around your neck, your back, your legs, and, and even your hands. It's from the inflammation. Your your tendons and tissues get all inflamed, and I know firsthand, uh, yeah, I was pretty dang sore. Uh, nasty cough, too. It's nonstop. In fact, I just, like, thought I was going to cough myself to death. Couldn't breathe deep. Every time you lay down, you get in a coughing fit. It's just really irritating. And uh, it says here, too, that you may lose uh, your appetite. I lost 12 pounds. I had no, didn't want to eat for nothing. I didn't even think about it. I didn't have to fight it uh, because I was breaking out in cold sweats. I mean, I could be just sitting there and I'd, my shirt would be soaking wet. And uh, yeah, it's irritating. Like I said, then you, you're coughing like crazy. Didn't really get headaches or you sneeze or the typical cold symptoms, really. You know, the stuffy head or anything. My ears rang pretty good for a while. And I I had balancing problems a bit. And then, of course, the typical... Uh, well, it says here you might have breathing difficulty even with a normal O2 saturation level, which is should be around 100%, 95 to 100%. Um, anything less than that, you better go have that checked out. But uh, it says here you might be getting enough oxygen but still have trouble breathing, even though many patients reported breathlessness during treadmill walking tests. Only 4% had abnormal chest x-rays. And uh, so I just did a lot of deep breathing exercises myself because, yeah, as soon as you try to breathe deep, um, they just triggers yourself to be, start coughing like crazy. And uh, it says here, the chills and flushing and sweats. Well, I had all that. Like I said, I'd just be sitting there and I'd just be soaking wet. Uh, sore throat, I didn't have that. You might have that. Um, might have uh, tightness in your chest. I had that for, I don't know, that kind of lingered a couple of weeks after I got over this stuff. Felt kind of weird. Um, but that was come from, you know, all that heavy-duty coughing and stuff. Man, I was using muscles I didn't know I had from all that coughing and everything. Uh, fatigue. Yeah, I got tired. Uh, it's like a chronic fatigue. Um, but uh, <laughs> you're so busy coughing and sitting there trying to deal with the cold sweats and everything. It's just, and you can't really sleep. Like I said, once you lay down... Um, you just go into a coughing fit, and it just drives you nuts. Uh, shortness of breath, I didn't really have that. Dry cough, yep, had that really bad. Um, yeah, it's, 
It was rough. And then it says here, might have a fever. I know I was right up there in my temperature. It was just, just burning hot. And it just go, it'd come, and then bam, it'd go right away. Just as fast as you'd get it. But, um, you know. Um, you know, then you, of course, you lose the sense of uh, smell and taste. There's a taste you can't, or a smell you can't get away from. I can't even describe it, but it's something that I have never smelled before, and you can't get away from it. I don't care what you do to try to avoid the smell. It stays right in your head. It's the weirdest thing. Taste feels like you're just, like, eating spoons of salt every time you eat something. It's just a metallic flavor like that but that that went away after about three days and i slowly got everything back together there but right now you know like i said it's been the first of october and i'm i'm fine now i have no problems at all back to eating gained all my weight back <laughs> i hate that that's kind of nice kind of thinned out a little bit you know but ah, i hate that stuff it's uh and you know you just can't help it and i just i just get so mad when i see all this these health people saying you need to keep your distance you you can't do this you can't do that but this dead gum virus man it doesn't know anything <laughs> it just if you're going to get it you're going to get it and that's you know unfortunately some people just don't make it through and uh yeah, I just Thank my lucky stars I made it. I'm healthy. I don't have a medicine chest full of uh, medicines or anything like that. So, I don't know. I've just been lucky. Got the good genes, I guess. Anyway, yeah, enough about that. Um, I also, I was uh, checking out a site here, and this caught my eye. And I love bacon. You can't tell me you don't like bacon. I don't care who you are. Even a vegetarian. Probably got to sneak a piece of bacon here and there. But said here, it says here, 10 things you might not know about bacon. It said, number one, bacon has been around since 1500 BC and is still the number one meat. Denmark consumes the most bacon in the world. Denmark. I wonder why. Oscar Mayer first patented sliced bacon since that whole bologna thing worked out. I can believe that. Oscar Mayer bacon. Mm. And um, what is this? During World War II, the U.S. urged citizens to donate their excess bacon fat to the Army for the development of weapons. What? Bacon fat to the Army for the development? Hmm. I don't know what that could be. In 1992, Hardee's produced one of the first fast food bacon burgers, the Frisco Burger. It was a hit. No shit, Sherlock. Ah, bacon cheeseburger. Mm-mm-mm. Bacon, I don't care. Bacon is just, that's where it's at. The average American consumes 18 pounds of bacon per year. Uh, yeah, I can believe that. I know I eat my share. BLTs, hot dog. I even eat uh, just bacon sandwiches with mayonnaise on it. Get to the right to the point. The hell with the bacon, the lettuce. 
says here, bacon's been described as a gateway to meat for vegetarians. I can believe that. The first slice is free, then you're hooked. <laughs> One of the first foods eaten on the moon was bacon. Out of this world, man. Far out. Really, I didn't even know that. I thought it was tang. Of course, that's a drink. Mm, whatever. Turkey bacon was created by an evil force hell-bent on destroying the world. Resisted at all costs. Ugh. Turkey bacon? Really? Frying bacon in the nude should not be confused with the phrase making bacon. It could result in the need of serious medical attention. Fry responsibly. Uh, I don't know how many times I've been hit with bacon grease. You'd be cooking that stuff and all of a sudden you get a little pop or something. Bam! Comes up at you. There you go, dancing around the kitchen. <laughs> but it's worth it. Bacon, come on. Bacon's worth it. So, anyway, I don't know how much time. I've been rambling on here pretty good. Let's see here. How long have I been? Ooh, 37 minutes. That's about long enough. I think I've been uh, <sighs> spitting and sputtering here. Wow, yeah. Pretty late. So I got a lot to do tomorrow. So anyway, I'd like to thank everybody for subscribing and checking these uh, podcasts out. I forgot how many I've got. 30-something. Anyway, you can find them anywhere. You can go on, uh, uh, catch me on uh, Anchor and Spreaker, which is who I record these through, is Spreaker. Or you can just do a search on the internet, Frank Betts Live, and geez, I'm probably on six or seven platforms. And like I said, I try to do these on Monday nights at 7 p.m. normally, but I don't know, I get inspired like this right here. When it's quiet, there ain't nothing going on, dogs are quiet. Just minding my own business. But, uh, alright. I guess I'll get off of here and go try and hit the sack. Because, like I said, I got some things to do tomorrow. And, uh, so I hope everybody has a a good week. It's supposed to be snowy still. And, um, cold. But, uh, yeah. Thanks for listening in. We'll check everybody later. So, let's see here. I bet you there's going to be some music popping up here real quick. Oh, there it is. That's it. Oh!